Welcome everybody to episode 25 of Disney with the Ducks. Tonight we are going to be talking about one of the most important parts of a Disney World trip, the transportation around property. Um, so we'll be talking about all things related to getting from point A to point B. Um, and with us tonight to have this fun discussion, we've got Lonnie, Jody, Jean, and Kevin. So um, good afternoon or good evening, everyone. I'm excited to talk about this. I think it's been uh, it's it's a topic that there's been a lot going on the last couple of years at Disney, and, and it should be really fun to get into. But um, before we go through that, I think, Jody, you have kind of a... a question for the group, right? Absolutely. So we're talking about transportation tonight, which when I think about transportation, I immediately go to airplanes. So let's pretend you were given a ticket for a vacation package to anywhere in the world, and it had no maximum value on it. So I'm curious to learn from my fellow ducks, where would you exchange that voucher? Where would you go? So John, where would you take that ticket? Oh, Anywhere in I the got world. first. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to go to Africa. I don't know where. It's a huge continent. But, um, you know, like, I think, what is it? Victoria Falls or something is there, like, with the Devil's Pool and all that kind of stuff. I, I want to see all of that because I just want to go everywhere. And that's somewhere I've never, I, it's a continent I just haven't been to. Um, so I would love to go somewhere. And I don't even know where. But take a safari and, and just go to, go there. I guess so that's maybe not the best answer, but that's what you get on 20 seconds notice. Awesome. So for transportation, you're on a plane, you're on maybe a safari Jeep ride, yeah. probably, you know, maybe in a taxi or two. So there you go. There's some three modes yeah. of transportation. All right. All right. Lonnie G. Woo. Well, you know, I hate to steal John's thunder, but I've, I think we've talked to him before. I've, I would love to go to Africa. That's one of our, our destination trips that me and my wife talked about a lot. So I'll be joining John uh, in Africa. Do you have like, I guess we could talk more about this another time, but do you have like a specific place you want to go? Because that's my I problem, actually I want to go on the Adventures by Disney, African, South African mm. adventure track. It's, <laughs> uh, it's like 12 days, right? So um yeah, I know Gene's laughing at me because I kind of told him about it before as well. But yeah, if you look at that, it has a safari, it has a whole bunch of things. You can go on YouTube and watch some of those adventures as well. But it's uh, South Africa, and basically it is just 12, depending on the one you get, 12 to 14 days of just traveling around Africa. That seems awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's probably quite affordable, too, if it's Adventures by Disney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is, I think last time I checked... It was right around nine thousand per person. Okay, well that's oh, actually not as bad as I thought you were going to say. I thought it was going to be. In Does the that 20s. include your airfare? No, that's does not include airfare. Oh, well, oh okay. But I got um, this free airfare from the trip, right? The voucher, so I'm good to go. There yeah. you go. Yes, the voucher is included. I bet you would get a bus on that on that um, adventure by Disney. Some sort of bus would be thrown in there too. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Kevin. What's up? Where do you want to go? So I would, if it's possible, I'd want to go into space. A rocket ship. Wait, that's nowhere in our transportation list. You got to throw okay. something else. All right. So if I can't go into space, I'll go. I want to go to Australia. I want to go there and explore. There's so many cool things to see down there, down under, and go hang out and, uh, you know, just kind of explore the beaches and explore the outback and, you know, take a Jeep ride. Look at look, try to find some kangaroos, stuff like that. That would be fun. 
All right, Kevin, I, I guess I should apologize. Now with their Space 220 in Epcot, you can go to space when you're at Disney World. So that, maybe that's a mode of transportation. You take I, the, the, I haven't been there. So what do you, has anyone been to Space 220 yet? Yeah, I've been there. Oh. Gene, that's a restaurant in Epcot in this place called Walt Disney World. So just in case you didn't know. Um, you're actually going to space. You actually oh, go to space. Man. So I don't. I don't know the mode of transportation that you take to get up to does the it make your, Does it make your, your your stomach feel the same as Mission Space? Because you know that's one of my favorite rides. <laughs> we'll be it's sure to hand you a birth bag on the way up. So. Is, is all the food like, is it like astronaut food, like freeze dried? Because I don't want any part of that. No, it's it's different. It, but you're on, a, you're on a space elevator that's tethered to, somehow tethered to Epcot into outer space and you shoot off into the upper atmosphere and yeah. It's not real. No, it's not real. <laughs> Don't work and, and I had to try to break the rules. So that's why I'm killing the magic gene. You're killing the magic. Fair. All right, magic killer gene. What's your, where's, where are you, your transportation? Where are you taking? This is so difficult because I love to travel and there's so many places I haven't been. Um, I got to think, you know, bang for your buck, the place that I'd want to go with a free voucher. Um, I, I don't want to go to a specific just one specific place, but I would like to do like a tour of the South Pacific for like, you know, let's, I don't know, how long did you say we could go? I don't know, however long you'd let me go. That's how, how long I want to go. I want to end up in Fiji on one of those, you know, um, like on a couple's retreat where you know, you're, you're on your own cabin over the water, that at some point, but I want to explore that with my wife, um, you know, all, all, all of the South Pacific. And so, you know, boats and um, obviously planes to get there, but boats between islands and buses and, you know, Australia sounds great, Kevin, but there are too many things that can kill you there. And there's so a lot of, there's a lot of deadly things there. It's a whole a lot of, of deadly. deadly. Yeah. They really are yep. a lot of things that kill you there. Yeah. Um, but I found out South America's got these massive killer otters. So I don't go there either, but the South Pacific, it's beautiful. I love the water. Um, I, that's what I want to do. That's like a dream place for me. I'm not Too sure far. if there were, there were Skyliners or gondolas on any of these adventures. Has anyone, is that in anybody's trip so far? No? No. Okay. How about you, Jody? Um, well, I've been obsessed with um, with South Africa since I was a kid. My dad used to travel there and uh, mm -hmm. go to a bunch of wineries. And I, I think we were sharing stories earlier about famous people that we would want to meet and um, alive or dead. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've always loved Nelson Mandela. So South, South Africa is high, high, high on my list has always been. Um, but I also, I'm, my family's from Serbia. And so I'd, I'd love to go to Serbia too. So I, I don't know, maybe, maybe split my ticket somehow. So maybe take a world you're cheating as well. <laughs> huh. Well, I cheated too. I, I mean, I picked an entire continent for mine. So. <laughs> well, Carly's not here to yell at you for breaking the rules. I thought it was one ticket. So it's, it's two tickets because that changes some things. Uh, Kevin wants to go to Final Frontier. I mean, it's just everybody's breaking rules. And then yeah. I'm going to land in Australia. <laughs> there you go. On a spaceship. Going on mm -hmm. a ship on the biggest rocket ship. Little Einstein. Yeah. Um, you know that song, right? Oh, my God. My 12-year-old was obsessed with that show when she was, like, two. Magic School Bus. <sighs> that's another one. Gosh. All right. Well, that's fun. We got to learn a little bit about where everybody wants to uh, to take their travels in the future. So that was great. Um, and how you get there is, Jody, you mentioned a few times, right? You got to take a mode of transportation, just mm -hmm. like at Disney World. You got to get from your hotel room to uh, Magic Kingdom so you can go eat at Cinderella's Royal Table. 
you've got to take some type of mode of transportation. So I it really, you know, just as a quick overview, Disney has um, six modes of transportation that you can take um, anywhere on property. Well, we'll get into the details of that, I guess. But um, when you're on Disney World property, you can get to from any two points um, with one of these modes of transportation. So you've got monorails. Uh, you can take those. Buses. You've got the Skyliner. We've got the minivans, which have recently come back. Um, and you can also, you can walk um, anywhere on property as well um, within, well, not anywhere. I shouldn't say that because there's a lot of areas that are highway and they don't want people, um, people walking. So I learned that uh, trying to run around property there. So, um, you know, on, on one of the visits, but so those are the main modes of transportation. Then you've also got to get from the airport to Disney. So I guess that's the first step of everyone's trip is coming into town. So let's talk about um, Magical Express used to be there, was free. They loaded your bags up, moved them to your hotel room. It was an awesome system, especially with a large family. We're moving, you know, seven people. Um, it's a lot of luggage to try to lug through the airport. So to have somebody else handle that, I loved it. Uh, but that's been replaced now. So now you've got the Mirrors um, Connect, I believe it's called. So have you guys, any of you guys experienced um, Mirrors Connect or have comments about Magical Express that you want to talk about? Kevin, you've been on mirrors. I have. I did mirrors for um, for Dopey this year, um, and you know, other than and, I, and I've also been on Magical Express. I know that there's been some, you know, a little bit of negative things out there about it. I mean, it does cost money. It's not free, uh, but for me, I was traveling alone. I had maybe three bags, and it was it was pretty seamless. I I don't think I ever stopped walking. Uh, I think I got really lucky. Uh, I got off my plane and walked straight down into where you always go for Magical Express and walked right onto the bus and didn't have any issue. I mean, the only the only negative, I guess, is that it's not free for for that trip. Um, mm -hmm. I'll probably try it again um, in this upcoming dopey, but uh, for me, it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. So, so Kevin, that's. I, I used it as well, and yeah, it wasn't free, but I was by myself for Marathon Weekend too, and it was completely seamless for me both directions. Um, but in terms of cost, it, while it may not be free, it's not um, crazy expensive. When I looked at the cost of Uber from the airport, it was, I think, around $40 yeah. one way, where wow. Mirrors Connect I was 30 or maybe 35 round trip. Round trip, um, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's not that bad to get from mm -hmm. the airport to your hotel room. Um, compared to some of the other methods. But I, I do know a lot of people have had issues at the beginning and hopefully now they've ironed out their process and um, because it's the same buses, it's the same team really that was working there uh, during yeah. the Magical Express days. Um, I think that's so where yeah. you really have to compare if you're single or if you're a family because it's mm -hmm. the prices per person. So that's, right. that's where perhaps an, an Uber or a ride share service or even a private mm -hmm. limo may be cheaper oddly enough than doing the mirrors because they charge you per person whereas right. those other transportations is a flat fee um depending on you know so with john with your family you know there's seven of you adding in all those people that may be more expensive to take mirrors than it would be to take something else i mean I, you'd have to really yeah. the problem is now you have to spend time thinking about it it's one more thing to research where before right. you just signed up for magical express it was included it wasn't an additional cost. They dropped you off. Maybe they stopped at one or two other resorts ahead of time, but they dropped you off at your resort and, and that was yeah. the end of it. So now, yeah. now you have to have a little bit more time to think it through. Yeah. And one other thing you've got to sign up for and plan 
where you didn't have to do that before. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned it, Jody, because Gene and I had a text conversation with one of our friends when he reached out to, and he, he kind of just put it out there. How should I get from the airport to the parks? That trip he has coming up. And, and Gene and I usually take an Uber, right? Or a Lyft. Uh, we used to take Magical Express uh, when it went away. For us, it became easier just to do the, the Uber. And the reason why is because when you go to Disney, time is money, right? It just really is. You're, when you hit the airport, something changes. Whereby before with Magical Express, to me, call it crazy, that was part of the whole Disney experience for me. When that went, you know, you got on the bus, you're able to watch the cartoons. Like I said, it took your bags, it took everything. I didn't mind the extra stops. But now I want to go straight to my hotel, uh, drop my bags off, check them, and then you know go wherever we have to go. It's via Disney Springs uh, to the expo if it's to run Disney event. So you're right; it is something to have to plan now. But I think with the whole Tragical Express or Magical Express going away, it changed the way I personally approach going to Disney. It just it just has it's, it's done it for me. So uh, yeah, and like all I says, time is money. You know when you're when you're going there. And- it does cost more, but with Uber, it, it's on my time. And Magical Express, um, it took it took you longer to get there to, to get to your hotel, wherever you know to get every you know a bazillion people loaded up. Whereas Uber, you get your bags, um, you you call an Uber, you load up, you're there. Uh, when you're ready to leave, you don't have to leave the resort five hours before your you know your mm-hmm. two hours before your flight. You, know, you don't have yeah. to leave at four o'clock in the morning for a you know, a nine o'clock flight or whatever it is, uh, you can leave in a reasonable time. And so for me, the $35 or whatever, $50, or whatever it costs, um, you know, is worth it um, to, you know, to be able to sleep a little bit longer, to be able to get to your resort a little bit sooner. I, I like being on my town, my time. Yeah. And yeah. Jody, I mean, we talked about cruises and things of that nature as well. And I find the Magical Express piece is still around for the cruise to when you get to the port, right? So if you leave mm-hmm. your hotel, your resort, and you're going over to the port, uh, you can get on Magical Express. And to Gene's point, you know, we had to, I guess they picked up our luggage at seven and we were supposed to meet the person at like 7.30 to, 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 to get on the, I don't think they call it Magical Express now. It's just, you know, cruise transportation and whatever. But even there, like I so you get on there and they're showing the videos, it's just completely different, right? So that, I didn't mind getting there that much earlier as to Gene's point now with Magical Express, you know, four hours, what, four or three hours before you have to actually, you know, get there for them to pick you up and bring you to the airport. Now I just, you know, we'll just kind of mess around and we'll grab an Uber and we'll go an hour before it's time. And and usually they'll cancel our flight and we'll be stuck at the airport. But that's what's for <laughs> So I, I think I mentioned, but um, we have an upcoming trip. And for the first time ever, we're renting a car. Um, we've never done this before. Um, we always have taken Magical Express because it's been included, but we're doing a triple stay this time. We're, we're going, Gene, you'll be excited. Our our first couple of nights, we're going over to that other place to see the magical world of flying wizards and witches. Um, then we rented some... <laughs> Then we went rented some uh, DVC points. We're going to stay at Beach Club for two nights. Oh, nice. So nice. Our, our parking is free there. But then we're doing five nights at um, French Quarter, and we have to pay for parking. So what I've concocted this this part is I we're getting the car. We're gonna have it for the first part of that other park. We're gonna have it for the first two nights that are free in the DVC resort. But then when we go to our moderate resort, I'm taking it back and turning it into the Disney Transportation Center, 
which I've never done before because I've never rented a car before. But by doing that, I'm saving money on parking and I'm saving money on the rental car. And it was actually mm -hmm. cheaper for us to have a private driver take us back to the airport on the last night. Of course, I had to spreadsheet it and figure it all out. But it's cheaper for us to take a private driver back to the airport on the last night than keep that car those five days mm -hmm. and pay for the parking. Mm -hmm, so yeah. I'll let you all know how it goes. This is brand new experience for me, something I've never done before. That's um, smart. Yeah. But, but you know that that's what i'm saying you've got to spend a little bit of time ahead of time running the numbers and seeing what works for your family yeah. like dopey weekend is going to be totally different because it's just tim and i it's not the mm -hmm. kids so and we're just yeah. going one place and we've got all that luggage of tailwind and all the other stuff we had to bring with us so you know you gotta you just gotta check your check what makes sense and what's the biggest mm -hmm. bang for your buck um and and look at the various options yeah, and, and you bring up a good point about renting a car, right? Because now as we move from the airport and we're actually on property, once you have a rental car, that opens up another option for you, right? To be able right. to move around around the resorts and, and get to um, get to the parks and everything else. And we've always been the type of family, I take my car to Disney and it sits there in the parking lot. If we drive down, I don't get in my car for that entire week. And because I want somebody else moving me around, right? I just mm -hmm. don't want to deal with it. But what we discovered this last trip, when we went in February, we rented a minivan, uh, like a, a Chrysler Pacifica, not the you know Traverse decked out mini. Um, mm -hmm. But we so we we rented a, a minivan and and it was awesome having a car because I was able to run out to Target and we yeah. drove to Animal Kingdom. And we, we took, still took resort transportation to the other parks, but Animal Kingdom, whenever we get on a bus for that, it feels like it's four hours. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's, that's something that we've, we've only done a couple of times is driven ourselves to, to parks. But it, you know, sometimes it makes sense for getting from resort to resort too, right? Because you have mm -hmm. dinners at different places and um, that can be a pain in the butt using Disney transportation. Yeah, that's so, where having your own car is really beneficial is if you have a resort to resort dining um but on the flip side of that my husband and i enjoy adult beverages and so we don't want to take our own car and that's one of the beautiful things about being on disney property and all their wonderful modes of transportation is someone else is responsible and i think that's the part of a disney vacation that i appreciate so much and why i love disney cruise line so much is um i'm not responsible right like i I can go, I can relax. If I want to say yes to another glass of wine, I don't have to worry about like, well, I have to drive a half an hour home or I have to do this or, you know, so that's one of the reasons why I love Disney transportation and love not having to worry about um, all those other things. Yeah, yeah. Lyft and Uber are really good too. If you want to go resort to resort, I did that a lot um, in 2020 where I hopped from one to the other. And even going to the parks, they'll drop you off at the rideshare ride spot at the parks if you want to do that. So, yeah, that's a good point too. And I've I've done that a couple of times on Marathon Weekend when I was by myself. Mm -hmm. I won't take Ubers with my kids just because of car seats and stuff. And you never know, you know, whatever. Yeah. You just don't yeah. know if they're going to have somebody available and everything else. So, car Uber we, big enough. Yeah, and that's that's the problem, right? Is because for eight people, you need yeah. uh, a van, like a full size mm -hmm. creeper van, almost type thing. <laughs> no windows. He's got a mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Gene show up with his mustache and oh, yeah. <laughs> so you want some free candy, big so fella? Persecuted. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Lonnie, how about you? Do you have you driven yourself at Disney before? 
I have. Uh, in fact, Jen and I, when we go down for runs, we would always just drive ourselves, right? It was it was just easy to just hop in on your own time. Um, very good point. I think Jody's doing a great thing, right? A great service of just bringing a car back. I think Gene and I returned, we rented a car and we returned it to the that center before and it was very easy. They brought us back to where we wanted to go. Uh, so yeah, uh, we used to drive around a lot actually. Made it, made it easier. Uh, and another little tip is if you're paying for parking at the resort, that covers your parking at the parks as well. So mm-hmm. you don't have to pay again to go in to the parks and park in the parking lot of the parks if you already paid for parking at your resort. Mommy, I want you to say park one more time. Park. Park, 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 park. At the park. If, if you're playing a game out there where you take a sip of a beverage every time someone says park. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, don't you, blame you us. You need to call, some, call somebody for a ride home at this yes. point. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, Gene or Kevin, have you guys had experiences driving yourself or do you prefer driving yourself over, over relying on Disney? With the family, I prefer to drive. Um, by myself, I prefer Uber, Lyft, and much easier to get around, much more mobile. Um, but yeah, like you said, with car seats and stuff like that, I mean, it it's just too hard. Yeah. Too hard to do without a vehicle. I mean, if we're flying down, we'll get a vehicle usually or drive down from Tennessee. So, And, and Gene, you're in a different position, though, because your kids are, are older, right? Teenagers mm-hmm. and, and up. So... Um, I think a lot of the, our concerns you don't have to worry about as much with car seats and things like that anymore. Yeah, and so um, we have never driven to, to Disney World as a family. My, my wife doesn't doesn't enjoy that. Like we'll go, you know, it takes us eight to ten hours to get to the beach, and we do that in two days. And um, for instance, several years ago for Cheer, um, all the flights out of Shreveport one day were canceled, and I was actually in a meeting in Miami and I was meeting my family in Orlando and I didn't have any problems. My wife though, they got, they sat on the runway for a while and then they had to deplane and she was calling me the whole time saying, find me a flight. So I found her a flight out of new Orleans and new Orleans is five hours away. And so she had to drive to new Orleans and I rerouted my return so that I could pick, so I could go there and work and, and then drive her car home. And so we worked that out. Um, but it was a, you know, I had to buy another, you know, another flight on Frontier where we usually fly American. But my point is, is that she doesn't really, and my kids neither, they don't really enjoy these long trips in the car. Mm. And I probably wouldn't either. And so we typically will fly. Um, the times that I've gone to Disney, in a, you know, with a car have been with Lonnie and I when we were heading down for races. Uh, and it's nice to have a car, but there is a trade-off because you're talking about paying to park you're, you know, you're paying for, you know, for a rental part of the time uh, I drove down there for work um, or rather I flew and was working with somebody in Florida and had a rental car for a couple of days. And then we paid the difference, you know, for a couple of more days, but you got to pay for the car. You got to pay for the parking as opposed to flying there, um, you know, and, and, and just taking Disney transportation. Uh, I mean, I think, I think you got to, it's a trade-off. You got to figure out what works best for you. I don't mind the Disney transportation. It's nice to be able to get where you want to and, and be on your time. Um, but it is nice to not have to worry, like Jody was saying, not, you know, I don't drink, but still not having to worry about if I'm tired or okay. whatever. There's not a lot of thinking, you know, I just text Lonnie and say, Hey, which is the best, what's the best transportation to take from this park to this park or whatever, you know, cause I don't know. I can't remember yeah. all that stuff. 
Yeah, and, and there are a lot of different modes of transportation that are specific to certain areas of the mm -hmm. resort. Um, so one of those would be the monorail, um, which I think is kind of an iconic fixture for Disney, right? They You see a lot, all the advertising has the monorail coming by. And it still looks futuristic 50 years later. Um, so with the monorail, though, really you're limited to, you know, you've got Epcot and Magic Kingdom and the monorail resorts. And that's really a, about it, right? You can't take the monorail from the Polynesian to Animal Kingdom. Um, you can go to Poly uh, Contemporary Bay Lake um, Grand Floridian. Am I missing anything? You know, yeah. Ticket and Transportation Center. Yeah, the TTC and then yeah. out to Epcot. Yeah, or, you know, that's your option, really, if you're staying at the Magic Kingdom, that or, or, or if you're staying at one of those Magic Kingdom resorts, but not for anybody else on property. So what what are the thoughts on the, the monorail? Pros and cons. If Lonnie tells me that we need to take the monorail to get to the restaurant that we're going to eat at or the park, I love the monorail. Um, I have, you know, like you said, it's iconic. It's fun. It's different. You know, it's not the bus, uh, which is nothing wrong with the bus, but it's just different. And I've got a great memory. Uh, as a family, we were, we were, we took a trip with two other families and uh, from several cars down, this lady was just madly waving at us. And it turns out she was a, another lady who had uh, been with our big group when we went to China to go get our children. And so that was just kind of cool. Just happened. We happened to run into this lady you know, she's from Cincinnati. Do y'all those Ohio people? Y'all know her. Um, <laughs> her, name, her name is, um, but but she um, but that's just a cool thing. I, I always love. It. I don't always get to ride the monorail, just depending on what we have going on. Um, but it is a it's a cool mode of transportation. Like you said, it's iconic. I I love just doing it. It's just a fun thing for me. Yeah, you know, a pro like Gene. I just think you know that's just when you think about Disney. To your point, John, you think about you know, that monorail going through the contemporary, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, when we're running mm -hmm. any race and the, and the monorail passed by us and we're running by it and it honks its horn, everybody gets fired up, right? That's, yeah. to me, just it signifies Disney, right? So that's a, a awesome pro right there in itself. Yeah, I love the monorail for all the reasons that you said. It's, um, it, and one of the benefits of staying on one of the monorail resorts is that you go through, at least a poly, you go through security, before you get on the monorail, so then you don't have to do it when you get into the park. I can't remember if it's every stop. I guess it would be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just remembering Polly from last time. But um, so that's really nice. Um, it's also um, it's not as big as the bus. Like it's as long as the buses, but the compartments are smaller. So you're not with, you know, 60 people you're kind of more with like 12 people um and people are, tend to be pretty friendly and talking back and forth but but there is that monorail smell mm -hmm. um, that's what i was going to mention so that's maybe the, the con of the monorail um it does get that little funky funky it could use some febreze yeah it's got to be the humidity right and they've got carpeting on the wall it might not have been the best choice for them design yeah yeah, yeah. It could, it could use a, a freshener <laughs> But Kevin, I, I'm really interested to hear kind of some of your thoughts on the monorail, given your okay. background and, and what you do for a living. Yeah. So my background, I'm a transportation engineer by trade. That's that's what I went to school for. So this is kind of my one of the things that I enjoy a lot about Disney is the transportation options and to see kind of how they connect everything together. Um, monorail is one that's I feel could be an it could be an easily expanded thing. I don't know that it would have to be, 
you know, a elevated rail system. I think a light rail system would be would serve Disney really well with it being the size that it is. Um, instead of putting a bunch more buses on the road, it would be more um, definitely more easy on the environment. Not as much, you know, buses burning gas. So, um, but with the monorail, the way I look at it is monorail is more like an interstate. The bus is more like a local street. So you got, you got a balance between mobility and access. So when you're on the interstate, you ha you can only stop at the exits. When you're on a local street, you can pull in every driveway. So mm -hmm. Disney's kind of the same way. You just kind of have to understand the different modes are almost like the different roads. So knowing that from the airport, you take a bus and from there, you know, just kind of understanding how all the different transportation systems are interlinked to one another um, and, and finding that. Now, some of those are options, such as you get to the TTC and you're going to Magic Kingdom, you can look at the line for the monorail. Um, sometimes the monorail is not quite quite as fast as the ferry. Sometimes the ferry is faster. So just kind of, you kind of get a gut check of that when you get to the park in the morning. Um, and then others, you know, being able to get dropped off by an Uber sometimes can get you there. As you said, when you're on Disney time, it's money. So, you know, understanding the different options, knowing that there's not all, always only one option to get where you want to go. Sometimes using your feet is the fastest. So mm -hmm. like if you're at um, the poly and you want to do a, a morning walk, you can walk straight up. So, I mean, it's, it's really um, a big exercise in mode choice. And that's kind of a big transportation term of knowing whenever you get somewhere, understanding the different options and, and using that to help plan, plan out your trip. So, yeah. And I think that's something that people aren't prepared for a lot of times on, on the right. first trip or two, because you're just not aware of how massive it is. And you really, you know, you mentioned like interstates and, and, side, and roads. Disney right. is full of both of those things. Right. That's and I right. mean, it's, it's a fully functioning city. It um, is. So it's, it's that's tough to learn the ins and outs. I mean, it would be like going to New York and trying to understand the subway system your first time. Well, and I think, the bigger cities that have those systems, I think they do a really good job. I mean, if you go to DC or New York or Boston or any city that has a, a very well, well, well old machine, as far as public transportation, um, there are good ways to figure out how to get from point A to point B um, without necessarily digging online or looking for a map. I think Disney could improve on that. Um, that's something that um, one of my dream jobs is to, is to do that for Disney. I think working that working some of that logistics out and making it part of the app um, where the app can be smart enough to tell you, okay, your best option is to use this mode combined with this yeah. mode, kind of like Google Maps works where it'll show you the options of walking, biking, public transit or, or vehicle. Yeah. Disney could learn from that. That would be great if you're on property and you're, say, at you know the Polynesian and you want to get to Flying Fish, um, having having something say, yeah, this is the best route to take. Um, right. But then, Kevin, something else you mentioned in there that I had completely forgot about in the intro was boats. There are there are some pretty cool boat rides you could take with the ferry over to Magic Kingdom. Um, you've got the what are they called friendship boats from Hollywood Studios that go through uh, the Beach Club boardwalk areas and then over. Um, to the yep, international yep. gateway there. Yeah. So 
boats are a really cool one. And then even on the Sasagula River, you've got um, the ferry boat going through Port Orleans, Riverside, French Quarter, and Disney Springs. And that's that's a really fun, um, I yeah. think, you know, for me, it's more of like a, if we have time and we want to really take in our surroundings, I'll try to take that boat, one of those yeah. boats. Um, but I mean, yeah. So what, what are your thoughts on, um, Gene, I guess, where, what are your thoughts on, on the boating system uh, around Disney? I, I've been on boats before, but not, it's not extensively, you know? And so I, I think it's, it's one of those things that if it, if it works out, I mean, I, I love being on the water. I think it's a, a neat experience because I don't do it a lot. Um, and so I, I want to do it whenever I can, but it's not always the most practical way to get from one place to the other. Yeah. yeah. I've, like I said, I've, I've had situations where the boat has been quicker. If there's an issue that you know about on one of the, one of the roads going from point A to point B, Hopping on a boat can get you there quicker sometimes. So, keeping an eye on that before you make your choice, I think is 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 a good practice. Yeah, and that's a good point because, like, even coming out of Hollywood Studios with the boats going back to say Beach Club, um, mm -hmm. you can take a look at that and see if the boat just pulled away. You're much better off walking or yes. skylinering mm -hmm. it. Um, but if the boat is there and loading up and getting ready to go, that could be a really cool, fun option where you get to see some things too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, one of my and favorite. Say, outside of Boardwalk, and the boat's right there. I mean, and you take it to Hollywood Studios. To your point, I mean, that's it's perfect, right? You see it, so you know when mm -hmm. it's loading up. You know yeah. when it's not. You just hop on it, and, and you're there. It makes a stop at you know Swan and Dolphin, and um, and then right there you you at the studios, right? And you and how it drops you off. It just doesn't drop you off at a pinch point, right? Because you're coming in, but you're coming in kind of like a different direction from where the boats and the sky or excuse me from where the skyliners and regular transportation drop you off at right so right. if you're coming there you're coming from a different way and usually get into the park quicker that's right I, I don't know what transportation engineer lingo sounds like but pinch point sounds like one of those things that <laughs> a transportation engineer might say like a yeah. pro would say right yeah. i don't know lonnie props so. to you bro you get points well, for that thank you, Hey, Joe, you were going to say something? Yeah, okay. one of my favorite boat rides ever um, is the boat from Magic Kingdom over to Wilderness Lodge. Um, we yeah. had the benefit of staying there in December one year, and just that that calm boat ride back to Wilderness Lodge, because, um, you know, that is technically close to the Magic Kingdom, but it's not on the monorail loop, so you can only bus it or take the boat. Um, but one of the really cool things, and I, I guess they're doing this post-COVID, and I apologize if I'm sharing false information here, but um, my kids used to love to ask the bus drivers and the ferry boat drivers for transportation cards. They were little playing cards, and they would um, have facts about the boat or the bus or whatever, and they would have information. And the, the bus driver or the ferry boat driver or the boat driver, whomever, um, boat captain, pardon me, um, would have these little cards and they'd give them to the kids and they would collect them. And my kids just thought that was the coolest thing ever. So um, I don't, again, I don't know if they're still doing that, if that's back in, in play anymore, but um, may, hopefully it, it, if it comes back or it's back. Um, but I do, I do enjoy a good boat ride in particular after uh, a long run race weekends, it's nice to go on a boat and put your feet up and, um, and chill a little bit. I think you all made fun of me a couple of weeks ago when I mentioned that I took the the boat and got from from Morocco over to Canada or whatever it was. But but it was marathon weekend and I didn't have anything to do until I was on a conference call and I was by myself. So I just took the boat because why not? But I know I could have walked it ten times faster, but 
my my feet were tired. So, um, but they're the boats are pretty cool. They're pretty. They're pretty. Cool. Hey, those boat captains. Do you think they like to be called skipper? Okay. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that next time and see, what, see what kind of like, like, Thanks, Skipper. I'd say it as you're leaving, though, not as you're getting. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Once you're on the water, those guys, I think, have full autonomy over you. Yeah, so. swimming. Swimming Trauma is another board. mode you don't want to use at no. Disney. No, not no. in the sand. There's like pool. like there's special special laws, special regulations when you're on the water. So I don't want to give that guy too much power. No, no especially in Epcot, because isn't it international waters? If you're yeah. that's, oh, that's exactly that's where I was going with that. Nice. Mm, like yeah. It. Yeah. There's no rules there. Then that guy no can, can throw you overboard. <laughs> um, all right. So we've we've talked a lot about buses kind of in, in some of our other answers and everything. Right. Uh, bus seems to be the most common form of transportation. Every Disney resort provides bus uh, service to the parks and to Disney Springs. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, that's always available to you as a Disney guest. Um, part of the, I think to me, the limitation on the buses, I wish they had a little bit more um, either between parks or um, which I think they did in the past at some point, but then um, stopped it um, or, you know, finding your way between certain resorts. Um, even just like Crescent Lake area to Magic Kingdom area, you know, or Echo yeah. Lake, um, you know, we're going to um, different areas of the resort for dinners and things like that is always difficult. You have to go on a bus to a park, take a bus from that park to the resort you're going to. I mean, that mm -hmm. could be like a two hour long ordeal, right? Um, mm -hmm. So buses, though, I, Kevin, you mentioned earlier, right? They're the most flexible. They can stop, make frequent stops and that type of thing. So it's it's a more... To me, it seems like a much more efficient way of moving people. Um, but what, Lonnie, what are your thoughts on, on buses? You know, I think you make some good points. Buses seems to be one of the things that you can always kind of count on, right? So uh, you can get to basically, you know, any park from, from any resort. You also can get to Disney Springs. However, one of the cons is sometimes you have to wait and you have to wait, you have to wait. And I think at some of the resorts, they do have the monitors up so you can kind of see times that it's coming through, but still those things could be off as well. And post COVID right now, I, when I went in May, they were stacking people on those buses. I mean, so mm. I stayed in Animal Kingdom Lodge and there are times when we were going back and literally they had, you know, wall to wall people, everybody's standing up. And to your point earlier, that's a long bus ride, right? To get back yeah. there. But I will say this, and I want to give just a little quick story to tell you about the flexibility of buses. So on my trip in May, uh, I was, we're at the boardwalk, uh, hanging out, uh, eating some pizza and a storm came in and it was just raining cats and dogs, right? It was monsooning. So of course, one of the things about the pandemonium, Cats and dogs living together, total chaos. You're right, Gene. Pandemonium, right? <laughs> so Ghostbusters are. We're at Boardwalk. Yeah. So, how can we get back to Animal Kingdom Lodge from Boardwalk? Well, you can't go from resort to resort on the buses, right? You can't. The buses will bring you to a park and from a park back to your resort, but you can't go that way, right? This is about 8 30. So, I told my wife, I said, okay, it's raining. It's, it's, it's bad. Let's hop on this bus. We'll catch this bus over to animal kingdom and then that'll be a shorter bus ride to get to animal kingdom lodge where i get on the bus and the guy says where are you going and i said oh we're going to animal kingdom right and he's like well the park's closed and i was like well actually man we're we know it's closed but just get us there because we'll be closer to our resort we're actually staying in animal kingdom lodge this bus driver said and it's just us on the bus i'll take you there he says i'm off i'll take you 
And he actually brought us over from Boardwalk to Animal Kingdom Lodge and dropped us off right out front, you know, right under the, you know, the little, the little walkway. Still was raining cats and dogs. Uh, I had to give him a cast compliment for that. But it goes yeah. to show you the flexibility. That's somebody who went above and beyond. So these bus drivers do a great job, right? So they're, they're uh, awesome. yeah. yeah. We had, that, awesome. we had that same experience happen to our family, Lonnie, where I don't, I, to be perfectly frank, I can't remember where we were, where we were going, but it was a resort to resort situation. We thought we'd go to whatever park and then transfer from there. And he said, well, that park's closed. And we're like, oh, we're just trying to get back to XYZ. And, um, and he said, well, I'll just take you. And I, he literally took us to our resort, which was phenomenal. Again, cast compliment a thousand different ways because that that was awesome but the buses are great um they're air conditioned <laughs> they have wi-fi um i'm trying to think of positives for buses right but you're, you're going to get to know your other fellow humans i mean they're in oh, particular yeah. at, at, at park clothes you're going to smell your fellow humans um it, up yeah. close and personal so but they're going to smell you too so you got to keep that they are mind. but i'm Says, well, not you, not you. I'm saying other people. Probably Tim. Yeah. People. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> not like bacon, though. Um, so it's um, the buses do a great job. There are some resorts that are that are that are bus only. Um, and and you know, uh, for example, I love Coronado. I love the towers. Yeah. But they're they're it's a bus only resort. So some of them that's their only mode of transportation. Some people think that's a negative. I don't know. I mean, it just not necessarily. It just depends. So, um, but but the the air conditioning and the Wi-Fi are the two two pros and, and pluses for the buses. For sure. <laughs> and you mentioned like at the end of the day, you're really packed in there. A pro mm -hmm. tip is uh, one of the positive things of using a stroller is you know my wife will wrangle the kids, Katie will take care of them. Then all I have to do is this giant double stroller folded up a million times, which is terrible when you're sweating and tired and whatever. But the benefit is when you get on the bus, I hold that thing in front of me and it's like a natural barrier between <laughs> me and yeah. the other humans. Yeah. But yeah. you're saying I need it to bring a stroller now for my 15 year old so I can yeah. push it around yeah, so I can just go. carry my barrier yeah. into the park. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you use that for all kinds of things. It's a luggage <laughs> cart. It's but it on the bus it comes in handy because I can just stand in the corner. I got my giant stroller and I'm boxing out with my yeah, stroller on the bus. Exactly. <laughs> and I get a quick exit off the thing. For some reason I just see a picture of John like like Gandalf at the bridge saying, <laughs> You shall not pass the stroller. <laughs> yeah. It's great. <laughs> so all I right. thought we couldn't Kevin, talk about other franchises. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll no, take no, a no. bench next week. Well, I, I didn't say that. the name of the franchise. I just said it was Gandalf. Oh, okay. Okay. And I, I didn't say it was Gandalf the Grey or not. I didn't say that either. So it could be a different Gandalf completely. Could <laughs> could be. I mean, Gandalf is a, a common a name. Disney yeah. Gandalf. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. Okay. Well, speaking of transportation, this train is going off the tracks. Um, it's the best. Though. <laughs> Okay. All right, uh, Kevin. What are you, what are your thoughts on how Disney does buses and and how well they're doing with that that type of thing? So I think they do a pretty good job. I, I think you know a lot of the signals um, will have bus rapid transportation signals. So uh, if you'll notice when you're on the bus and you're going to like Disney Springs, the bus will get over in the left lane. The left lane has their bus only lanes. So if if they can get around any of the congestion, then they've got a full you know wide open lane that they can drive in. They've got their own signal head that will control them and they get 
bus priority um, within the traffic signal so they can get the buses there quicker, things like that. Um, the negative, I guess, is in some of the resorts you have to think about um, where there are multiple stops. I mean, anytime you pick a, a transportation option that's super flexible, um, depending on where, where your destination is, you have to live with all the stops and the, the time that it takes to do that. So um, kind of think about that as well and kind of study on, I'd say study the bus maps real close and kind of understand there's a lot of good options out online that kind of talk through um, how the buses go, the direction they go, things like that. So you can put in requests if you're in a deluxe resort to be either on the first stop when you're, when you're dropped off or the last stop, meaning that, you get on first or you get on last, you know, kind of that, that kind of thing. If you don't want to wait with all the, the stops as the bus comes in. So. Yeah. And that's a good point too, because even if you're staying at like Polynesian, it's going to stop at grand Floridian before it goes to magic kingdom. Right. Um, so it's, it's interesting when you look at how buses are shared, um, mm -hmm. you know, and then a value resort may have its own buses or several buses where right. some of the deluxes may share like beach club and yacht club because of well, and i will say jody mentioned you know a bus only resort being coronado springs i don't know if you know but coronado the bus for coronado is only for coronado so that the bus never shares with any other resort mm -hmm. so whenever you take a bus from coronado to and from no other no other buses share no other resorts share that bus because the oh, resort's so big and you got to go yeah. all the way around. So you really have to pay attention to what order the bus stops are at that resort. And, and sometimes looking at that bus map of, of the bu Disney bubble is really confusing. There's there's a lot going on on that map. So um, I, I would say if any anybody in our group, you know, wants, wants any suggestions or help or anything like that, reach out to our Facebook group and kind of ask, and we'll be happy to kind of help guide you through that process because yeah. if, if you're not used to using public transportation so a lot of people in at least in my area um, drive their own car for everything there's no not a lot of public transportation um, it's helpful to kind of get a feel for that kind of know what you're getting into before you get there yeah really enjoy it take advantage of it and, and i will say this kevin because you kind of breeze by it but i think it's a, a con when you look at resorts like caribbean beach when they have a ton of stops in there. And this is important for like marathon weekend and some runs as oh, well. Yeah. There are a lot of stops. And sometimes you'll get there and you can't get on the bus, right? Even though they're stacking you in, if you're like the fourth stop along that route, then you're not getting on there, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and also the buses, you cannot catch a bus from Disney Springs to any of the parks. You have to go to a resort. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And I think the reason why people would park at Disney Springs for free, hop on a bus and go uh -huh. over to the park. So you have to you you have to go to actually a resort, and that just adds a whole nother layer of complexity to Kevin's point. If you do yeah. that, so if you're in Caribbean Beach, someplace like that, and you like you're in the Aruba section, it's easier to get on a Skyliner. Look at that transition yeah. for you, John. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There we go. That's a perfect uh, segue into talking about my personal favorite mode of transportation. That's my favorite too. Uh, I love it. it. The Skyliner is the best. It is such a fun way to travel. I mean, you go mm -hmm. up in the air, you see a lot of pr the property, you get awesome views. I mean, when you're coming into Riviera, you're going over um, 
uh, what's a Caribbean beach resort. You're seeing the mm -hmm. Riviera. You can see Epcot off in the distance. Um, it's, it's just so fun. You're and not jammed I'm, in with a bunch of people. It's yeah. And yeah, when you have a family my slow. size, it's just our family, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't really fit any more people on there. It um, looks from a distance. It looks like it's so slow, but it's really not. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's as the crow flies. I mean, that's really what you're doing. Yeah. And the other thing with that too is, you know, you look at it and it looks slow, but you also think, man, that's got to be hot because there's no air conditioners in those mm -hmm. things. But you open those little vents in the top mm -hmm. and you're moving along. Even when it gets stuck, it gets a pretty good breeze through there. It does. So, yeah. And, but the, the, I think the limitation with the Skyliner though is it only goes to specific places, right? So, mm -hmm. right now, um, you know, you can take it to Hollywood Studios and to Epcot. You can mm -hmm. take it to the Riviera, Caribbean Beach, um, Pop Century, uh, or Art of Animation. I don't know which side it's on. It's kind of in the middle there, right? Um, and so, and if you're going to like the Crescent Lake Resorts, you can get off at the International Gateway and walk over. That's a great mode of transportation. But you're pretty limited, right, with those those stops. Um, right. But I mean, any other pros or cons about the Skyliner that that you guys want to bring up? Jody? There's a couple of them. Um, first of all, it's a continuous, what I didn't know, it's, it's a continuous loop. So if they are loading, um, you know, anyone who may need some special time on one of the, you're stopped. So I know Lonnie and Jean, um, we are meeting Kevin and Carly mm -hmm. and Jeff for breakfast one morning during marathon mm -hmm. weekend. We are all stuck up there yeah, for quite home. a while and we're late for breakfast. And, um, and there was nothing we could do about it. We we're up in the air, just stuck waiting. And and that's where, you know, Lonnie's favorite thing about pack your patients. I mean, there's there's absolutely nothing you can do. It's not like you're on a bus and you can you see can a wreck. Like, oh, well, there's a wreck. Now I know why we're stopped. You're just stopped. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing about the Skyliner, um, so for the resorts that it 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 offers that that the Skyliner transportation, um, you are required to take the Skyliner. So for example, if you are at Pop Century and you want to go to Epcot or Hollywood Studios, that is your choice. And yeah. some people have a fear of heights and they're not yeah. comfortable with the gondola Skyliner type of transportation. Well, that you have to like that they're not they're not offering a bus service. Mm -hmm. So that is something to, to keep in mind. And I think a lot of people didn't know that or yeah. um, anticipate that. Um, I, I love the Skyliner. I think it's great. I, I enjoy just taking it for a ride just to go from, you know, one to another. I think coming, you're coming in hot, that landing every time, yeah. even though I know it's coming. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to crash. But you don't. Um, I think it's awesome. But it, I, I I really hope that they expand that. Man, Lonnie, I hope they bring it out to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, so. That's that's oh. crucial. They have it's to do quiet. It can't scare the animal. Like, there's no reason not to bring it out there. Man, that awesome yeah. but um looking at it from my side that's a no-brainer yeah, yeah. there are a lot of rumors about that happening jody and like you if it brings it out to animal kingdom lodge i think that would just elevate it's that it's my favorite resort anyway but it'll be like a, a you know i wouldn't try to stay at any other dvcs i would just stay there right yeah and that's why we haven't stayed at animal kingdom lodge it's just so far away from everything and maybe if our kids were older and it was easier to get on and off of buses, I would be okay with it. But yeah, it's, there's not really a good option from there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Skyliner to Animal Kingdom Lodge would be awesome. So Gene, what are your thoughts on the Skyliner? Do you have any additional pros or cons or thoughts? Yeah, growing up, um, 
I grew up in Southwest Louisiana, about two hours from Houston. And um, we spent, I mean, every summer we went to Astroworld. It was a six, well, at some point it became a Six Flags Park. And they had a, um, a cable car is what they called it, that went from one side of the, the park to the other. And it was just, it was open air. I mean, I don't know how people didn't die. I don't know. Uh, but it was a small <laughs> car. It was open air, like I said. Uh, and I just have so many great memories of that. And this is a little bit different, but it's it's the same um, in that it's the same type of transportation. And it's just it's nostalgic for me. Uh, I think it's cool. I love the views. I love being up in the sky. Um, it's easy. You don't have you know, you're not jammed in with a bunch of people. Look, we got delayed, like Jody said. And, uh, you know, me, I have an unhealthy relationship with food and I was trying to get to some breakfast. You know what I'm saying? But um, it was still that still didn't mess it up for me. You know, um, I still got my blueberry bacon pancakes that were amazing uh, and got to meet, you know, got to meet all these folks. But um, it's just a great mode of transportation. I, I, I want to take it any chance I get. You know, it's, it's yeah. funny, Gene, you know, when we were there in May before the, 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 the thunderstorm that came in on us, you know, because when they lightnings, they, they shut them down. Right. You don't want to yeah. be in a bucket in the air yeah. when it's happening. But my before yeah. the, the, the storms rolled in, my wife's like, I really want to ride that thing. And I was like, oh, it's it's fun, right? Uh, so let's let's do it. So that that was our plan initially. We were gonna, you know, after our pizza, hop on the and just just do the loop. And to your point, John, mm -hmm. just like a ride, right? I mean you can go from you know place to place, just stay on it. Just ride that loop. Right. Of course you have to get off when you get to the, the Caribbean beach transfer station, but still it's just a real smooth ride and to your point with the the vents open you get nice circulation throughout and it's just it's just a, i just really like it it's my favorite mode of transportation mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's it's so fun i like you know you guys say you just go on it as a ride and you get on it and go back and forth my son and i did that and had a great time for over an hour one night after uh, katie and the kids went to bed me and him were up and like yeah let's go and the guys let us ride it after they closed told us all right well this is you know if you're gonna go there you can't get back I'm like oh man okay well we'll go on it tomorrow buddy and we started walking away and he's like ah oh, no you know we'll just he radioed ahead to the other guy and he's like yeah send him back <laughs> so we got to go after it closed we're the only ones up there it was so cool um so another cast member you know transportation person that just going above and beyond and doing something fun to add a little you know magic into somebody's day um I will, so, yeah. also, I will also say those lines at the end of the night, They, in particular Hollywood Studios, um, they've, it looks so long, like you're going to be in line for 900 hours to get on the Skyliner. I, I, they gobble people up. Oh, yeah. That, that, that moves, line yeah. goes and it goes fast and it's, I mean, yeah. it's moving. So unlike the bus where you get there and a bus goes and you have to wait and you get there and a bus goes and you have to wait. Um, that Skyliner is just constantly moving and taking people in. So um, don't if if you see the line and you're thinking, oh my goodness, let's go ride the bus instead. Don't don't get out of line. <laughs> that Skyliner is gonna, yeah. gonna get you there. Yeah, it's it's quick because like you said, it continuously moves. They rarely ever stop it. When they do have to stop to let someone on with a wheelchair or something, they pull that car off the main line. They right. load the person on that way and then introduce it back onto the main line. So it's there's really no delays unless there's you know a, a couple seconds here or there for something but um or or like you said lonnie a thunderstorm but mm -hmm. you know that's that's not a normal everyday thing um so it's, it's a to me it's a great mode of transportation mm -hmm. sure. um 
So another one that we have around property is, you know, like minivans and Ubers. We talked to Ubers earlier, right? Or Ubers or Lyfts and, and ride sharing. Um, but minivans is kind of Disney's way of trying to get into the Uber Uber business of point to point pickups and drop offs. Um, and it went away for a couple of years there, but it seems like now it's back. It is not a cheap option, but I mentioned a little bit earlier for my family, it's worth it for to get to a dinner or something because we know they have um, car seats available. We know they're going to get you relatively quickly and they know where they're going. So you're not going to have any issues there. Um, I mean, one point we used it several times on a trip a few years ago and we had the same driver three times and she remembered what characters our kids liked it was Aww. crazy we got in katie and i are in the back like whispering like i think it's the same lady from the other night and uh yeah she's like hey you're the one that liked prince eric right and like just stuff like that and um i mean sure you could have guessed some of those things maybe by their clothes or whatever but i really think she remembered us because it seemed like you know she was interacting with our kids and everything it was just so awesome i knew um, prince eric was your favorite yeah. though well me yeah obviously no i i'm i'm a big thor fan um you know the muscles <laughs> right well the nice thing about the nice thing about minivans is they are disney cast members mm -hmm. um unlike yeah. uber and lyft so they you know they're legit they've been you know they've gone through all the screening process so you should feel comfortable with your children in there um we try to reserve uber lyft or i've never been on a minivan but for resort to resort modes of transportation. Um, just because they do cost extra money and I'm already dishing out a kajillion dollars for this trip anyway. So I try to not take them unless um, I'm, I'm going someplace that's mm -hmm. maybe a little bit off the beaten path or if I'm staying here at this resort and I'm having dinner at that resort. Um, but the minivans are, are very classy, very nice. And, and again, the comfort level as a family, knowing that you've got a Disney cast member and you've got car seats or they they have the wheelchair services they really you know you're paying for a luxury service but you're you're getting that disney stamp up on it hey so you you guys know i'm an expert obviously i'm on this podcast and so while i'm not taking a, a, a minivan um I'm very familiar with all the ins and outs, but some people that, that are listening might not be and so explain like how you would how you would get a, a minivan how it works yeah you know so, just kind of a brief rundown like i'm a four-year-old it's it actually okay. goes through the lift <laughs> it actually goes through the lift app so you okay. use the lift app you'll get like um a code or something from disney and, and use it through that app and it's so it's you know, whatever credit card you have linked to it that type of thing you put in where you're going you know hit i'm ready and, and they'll send a car to you so um that's it but it, it's very not cheap <laughs> um, I'll say it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty pricey option. So that's it, Jody, like you, I mean, we only use it for various situations where we're trying to get a dinner on time or something. Yeah. So I've, I've never done it. So what is it first, I guess, how many people like, is it a seven passengers? Is it, is it six passengers? Um, obviously at I've least seen, eight, right? Well, no, I've seen, um, we never used it with our new baby, oh, okay. but I've, I've seen them where they have Chevy Traverses and then they also had uh, Chevy Suburbans. So they'll, they'll have like seven, eight okay. passenger vehicles. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, before we had the baby, we fit in the, um, the Traverse one, they had enough car seats and everything. So is it different? Is it a different price depending on the time of day where you're going kind of things like that? Just like a yeah. standard lift would be different. 
Yeah, and it, it I, I want to say at one point it was a fixed cost, but then it okay. they changed that. Um, okay. The last couple of or a couple trips ago, they they changed that. So yeah. Yeah, and Kevin, to your point though, with surge pricing, I've, I'm hearing horror stories with Uber right now at Disney when yeah. forty fifty dollars to go basically you know resort to resort at times doing the surge pricing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the mini van or mini service may even be about the same or if not a little cheaper depending on the time of day i bet it's not cheaper i bet it's never cheaper well you never know man i mean you've had somebody i think got online and they said it was 75 dollars to go from um polynesian to where were they going to it was going to another resort don't say Uh, contemporary i think it was no i think it was pop central it wasn't it shouldn't have been that much Right. And I know at one point the mini service for that would have been $45. So I know people like to say that Disney's always going to be higher, but I'm just saying, take a look at it and check and see, because you may be surprised. Yeah. Then to Jody's point, you have an actual cast member that know where they're going. They, they, they know if they've been there for a while, they've been trained. And also the minivan service will drop you off usually closer than what an Uber can get you or regular. Really? They, yeah. It is a Disney mode of transportation. So they'll bring you, like if you're going to Magic Kingdom, right up there to the front. Yeah. So, and, and and that, you know, that 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 knowing where they're going, I mean, we've had we've had an Uber or a Lyft, I can't remember which one, but they were taking us off property and Tim's like, dude, I think I think you <laughs> missed your turn. You missed where we're supposed to go. So, you know, it, like he's following along on ways and he's Waze. like, oh, I don't know where you where you're you taking know. us, but turn around. So so, did, 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 uh, he, did he take the cigarette out of his mouth and say, <clears throat> Tim, just sit back and let the magic happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a special kind of magic, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Okay. Um, so one final, I think, mode of transportation on Disney property, um, you can walk a lot of different places. Uh, I think we we talked about it a little bit earlier, but they opened up a walkway now from Grand Floridian over to the Magic Kingdom even, which makes it possible to walk all the way from Polynesian um, to Magic Kingdom. So now you've got all four of those resort, three, all three of those resorts being walking um, to Magic Kingdom now, which is to me awesome because I mean, I eat a lot at Disney. I need to burn some calories off. I know you're already going through 20,000 steps a day or whatever, but that extra mile walk uh, that lets me eat another taco or have another drink. <laughs> the beautiful yeah. thing about walking is you're in control. So if you're, yeah. let's yeah. say you're at Beach Club, Yacht Club, Swan Dolphin, one of those, or Boardwalk, and you want to get over to Epcot or Hollywood Studios, if you want to wake up and leave at five in the morning, go for it. Get mm-hmm. on, you know, put your shoes on and go walk over there. Now, once you get yeah. to the park you're not going to be let in but you can you can start walking over there at that hour and and because of relying on buses or skyliner or monorail or whatever else you're not in control this is the only mode of transportation that well i guess with littles sometimes you're not in control somebody has a meltdown or they have to go to the bathroom or they're hungry or whatever it is maybe you're not always in control but for the most part, you decide when you want to leave. You have a guesstimated time of how long it's going to take you to walk there. You know, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, whatever. So you know, you know approximately how long it's going to take you. That's what I love about walking. Um, I wish other resorts offer that. I wish more paths would open up because, as yeah. you know, we're all runners. We're all 
people who like to be active. And I'm like you, John, I'm eating way too much stuff when I'm down there. I need that extra couple of steps. Like my, my feet may not like it, but my waistline does. So I, I need those extra steps. Yeah. And, and with Disney, I mean, you would think they would want people walking a little bit more, especially like from the Polynesian to Magic Kingdom, because you go through the Grand Floridian, there's opportunities for people to buy merchandise and see the see the whole resort and be like, wow, now I want to stay here. So we have to come back, that mm -hmm. type of thing. We're on a bus. You're not really seeing any of that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. it's a it's a good option for for people for a lot of reasons. But I mean, just seeing more of of the overall Disney resort is is a huge thing. Yeah, and Jody said it. I mean, if you looked at the video that Jeff posted after Fourth of July when he was in Epcot watching the fireworks, and he was walking out, and you saw the lines to to, to get the public transportation, and he yeah. got to that little split, and it was just it just opened up, and he just walked to the boardwalk. And I, I sent him a message and said, "Man, you know, staying at the boardwalk was the, the you know just a, a win for you." just to do that, right? Because he was just right there and to Jody's point, he just walked right there, right? He didn't have to worry about the transportation, the, the bus or even a Skyliner was kind of backed up then, even though it got those people up quick. When you have a big event like 4th of July, that was a lot of people. They were almost to the beach club waiting for the Skyliner. And, and Lonnie, with that, I mean, we stayed at beach club in February after the Harmonious show. I was back in my room in 10 minutes. I mean, it's, it's a five minute walk from the DVC beach club or well beach club at DVC, right? You're mm -hmm. all the way on that edge next to yacht club. So you're the closest resort to the park already. Mm -hmm. And then um, you have really nothing holding you back. I mean, like you said, it's, it's, you're out the international gateway. You're at your hotel. There's okay. So how come it's only a five minute walk on the way home, but during marathon weekend and that last mile of the race, it feels like a 900 <laughs> hours. <laughs> uh, that's oh, really Every step is a million steps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a great way to get in and out of Epcot. There is mm -hmm. no traffic there really to hold you up. It's, it's pretty cool. And I mean, even like if you're staying on the, all the way on the end of beach club, you, there's one little path there and, and you're at your room. Um, or boardwalk is, is obviously not far either. And even if you wanted to go from like Epcot to Hollywood studios, that's not a bad walk. I mean, it's no. probably a mile, maybe a little bit yeah. more, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We walked, um, in the monorail loop. We, when the kids were little, we took them to Mickey's, um, not so scary Halloween party and they were little and they were exhausted. Cause you know, those parties are late. And I just remember my little guy just melting down. He had had enough and just trying to make that walk back to the to the contemporary. And what is it with kids when they're melting down and they're tired that they now weigh 9 million pounds? You know, he's probably what, 30 pounds at the time, but all of a sudden he weighs 800 million pounds and he's stiff as a board and you know, you're trying to carry them and all the other parents looking at you like, what are you doing to your child? Are you punching them? Are you beating them? You know, it's, but, the, <laughs> but on most days the walks are lovely and it's, it's a great time to, to get back and you beat the crowds, which is, it, that's just, Huge. that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Um, so that's really all the modes of transportation. I think we captured them all. Um, overall, though, I, Kevin, I did want to get kind of your, I guess, overall thoughts on on how Disney does with transportation. Um, and if there's anything else, you know, from the different modes that you wanted to, to mention based on your expertise. 
Um, I think they, you know, in general, I think they do a pretty good job. I think they take notes from some of the bigger cities going with, like I said, with the um, bus rapid transit and having some of the bus priority signals, things like that. They're, they're embracing some of that technology. Um, like I said, I think if they could take some notes from Google Maps and, and some of those apps and, and being able to get from point A to point B and being able to plan your trip a little, little more, I think that'd be helpful. Um, for the most part, every, every system they have is pretty reliable, uh, compared to the industry. Um, they have very competent people operating those. And, um, I think they do a pretty good job. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing how it really works as a city. And I mean, once you're in the bubble, it is a city. I mean, it, yeah. they have their own fire department, their own police. They've got, mm-hmm. you know, everything kind of functions as one big, big, you know, network of systems. Um, it's just understanding the system before you go. So take some extra time, look at, look into it, study on it. It'll save you a lot of time. And like you said, the Disney time is money. So. Yep, exactly. And and that's the thing, right? Both to them and to you as a consumer. So they want to get you places. So you spend it and you want to get places because you know, that, that money burns a hole in your pocket. Um, All right. Well, that was, I think, a really good discussion about some of the different options available and and what uh, modes of transportation you might want to take based on your situation or where you're going. Um, because, like we said, it's it's a huge, huge place and it can be overwhelming. But if you, like Kevin said, study the bus maps, understand the different modes of transportation, where they go, um, you'll be you'll be all set and you'll get around to where you need to be when you want to be there. Um, so. Yeah, I think that brings us now into um, our favorite segment of the show. Maybe everybody's, I'm not sure, but we'll move into quacking up with the ducks. So uh, let's see. Kevin, you want to go with your joke first? first. Uh, Mine's a transportation one because I'm a geeky transportation guy. So why couldn't the motorcycle stand up? Why? It was too tired. <laughs> that is good morning. Good morning. <laughs> oh boy uh, all right gene how, what do you got for us yeah man so I, I was trying to think through what would be the best joke to tell y'all and i was going to do a time traveling joke but y'all 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 didn't get it you didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> all right jody all right, mine joke? is also a transportation joke. So, um, what sort of public transportation do superheroes use? I don't know. Bus Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. I know. Sorry. <laughs> it's it's transportation and Disney. I know. I get double double. Maybe there. All right, Lonnie, what do you got for us? Well, you know, the other day, Disney released uh, a lot of the things that are going to be doing for the holidays, right? So I was looking at some of their holiday things that they were doing for Christmas, and then we all met through running, right? So I was thinking to myself, you know, putting two of those things together, and I'm sitting down and I'm saying, you know what? If a runner gets athlete's feet, what does an elf get at Christmas? Mistletoe. (laughs) (laughs) astronauts get that too nobody talking Uh, to you (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Um, I've got a sort of a transportation one as well. Um, two fish are in a tank. One looks at the other and asks, how do you drive this thing? Like a military tank, like an Abrams? I got it. I used to work for a defense company, um, so that, that killed there. <laughs> not doing so well here uh, and, and to say it killed there that's probably an overstatement because one time uh one that's of the what leaders, they do <laughs> yeah well one of the leaders i i said that to told me he knows i'm not going anywhere because i can't quit my day job to go be a comedian so <laughs> i can't well it was a good one um all right so hopefully but now everybody, you got this right and now yeah now i am laughing you folks <laughs> giving jokes out once a week um gosh that right. is such a fun fun way to end our uh, our discussion this evening um so everybody please remember go out and join our facebook group disney with the ducks um, we have a lot of really good discussions if you have any questions about planning um about run disney events about anything disney related go on there and you can ask yeah transportation and you can get is some expert advice yeah, you'll have your own transportation um, subject matter expert in Kevin. Guru, so, even. Yeah. Jedi. Probably. Oh, he's a transportation Would you be a Jedi level Jedi. transportation engineer? Would you be I, like Yoda? Gonna, yeah, for sure. I would love to be Yoda. That would be pretty cool. I'm not okay. quite there yet. I've yeah. got another 800 years to go. <laughs> 800 years. Well, you can. there's been a lot of advances in science. I think you can do it. All right. Well, um, for all of the co-hosts and everything, um, thank you guys for joining us tonight for this fun discussion. And um, yeah, Quaharini. Who's, who's the more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him? Obi-Wan. <laughs> all right. All right, everyone. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Good night. Woo!